0: Welcome to The Essential Astrocast. I'm your host, Veronica Peretti. I'm a yoga teacher, a coach, and most importantly, an astrologer. And that's why I come to you every week here in your podcast feed to let you know what's going on up there in the heavens so that you can dictate your fate down here on earth. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to The Essential Astrocast. I'm Veronica and we are in the month of February, marked by the season of Aquarius. It is the coldest and shortest month of the year. And Aquarius rules the coldest portion of the year for us as far as the signs go. And that might be why Aquarians sometimes get a bad rap for being emotionally distant or a little bit standoffish, because they do rule this season of cold. and. On this day, it's February 2nd, 2021. I believe that the groundhog saw his shadow or didn't see his shadow. I'm always so confused about how that works, but all I know is that I heard from Instagram that we have six more weeks of winter. What does it really matter when we're all staying at home anyway? So this is a moment in time where we are all answering to Saturn, and Saturn is the planet that rules constriction restraint boundaries limitations structure and now saturn is imperative for us to grow and to build things and to make something that is long lasting but he can sometimes be a wet blanket and right now all of the planets in the heavens are answering to Saturn and it's going to be that way, frankly, until Taurus season, which is end of April, pretty much, you know, we might have a little less potent, concentrated energy like we do let right now, but Saturn's still going to be king for quite a few more weeks. With that in mind, do some things that make you feel like you're breaking out of your rut or breaking out of your routine, because Aquarius is identified as the rebel in the symbolism of astrology, and Aquarius doesn't want to follow anyone else's rules, and we have five planets now in Aquarius. Again, Saturn is in Aquarius, and he is traditionally, in traditional astrology, the ruler of Aquarius prior to Mars. Modern astrology when they actually found out about Uranus and then gave the rulership of Aquarius to Uranus. When we talk about rulership in astrology, we use the traditional planets because there's so much Saturn energy, and you don't need astrology to tell you that. You know, we are in a moment in history where we are all primarily confined to our homes. We have so many restrictions, social distancing, these are terminologies that are part of our everyday life now. So Saturn has been making his mark on the past couple of years, but this year in particular, he's very much in charge of what's going on. So, with that said, do some things that actually make you feel like you're breaking out of the routine, like you're having some fun. Last week I went to get a manicure, which is one of those wild and crazy behaviors that I take a gamble on these days. We don't do much of going out to dinner or anything. So I like to get a manicure and feel like my pre-pandemic self. And I got hot pink last week because I decided, you know what, we're going into February. It's the Darkest, coldest month of the year, I should have hot pink nails to have a little bit of fun. So, find little ways to give yourself moments of feeling free and feeling like not every day is the same. You're not stuck in the monotony. And I know that's hard to do, trust me, but find little moments that make you feel free, that make you feel like, wow, this is a nice little shift. I'm changing up my routine. So, We have uh, Venus now in Aquarius. So she moved into Aquarius on Monday, the 1st of February, and now we have five planets in Aquarius, one of which is Mercury, who is retrograde. So Mercury retrograded on Saturday. He's now moonwalking through the sign of Aquarius. And so here's my little tutorial on Mercury retrograde. Imagine that you were highlighting a line in a textbook back in your days in high school or college and you took your highlighter and you highlighted the line or the sentence from left to right. And then you thought to yourself, you know, that sentence is really important. I'm going to highlight it again from right to left. And then now you want to keep moving. So now you go left to right one last third time. That is what retrograde is. That's what happens. From our vantage point on Earth, it looks like the planet goes forward as it normally does, then it goes backward, then it goes forward once again. And so we have this experience of mercury retrograde, which has a really bad rap for messing with our technology, messing with communication, messing with our um, ability to express ourselves. And for many of us, it is a potent experience. And for many of us, it's not. Now, Mercury retrogrades three or four times a year. So it's very common to have this in your birth chart. So you might have this in your natal chart. And you might be one of those people that feels like, wow, everything feels so good when Mercury is retrograde. Now, for those of us that don't have retrograde Mercury in our chart, it can feel unsettling. It can feel like things are off. And so for me personally, I have found this Mercury retrograde to be so flipping intense like on Saturday Mercury retrograded at, let me look so it retrograded at 10:52 a.m and that morning just around that time we were having issues signing into some of our apps on our Apple TV and we normally my fiance and I have this tradition on Saturday and Sunday morning we watch, political shows and so we were trying to pull up something and we couldn't because we couldn't log in and I kept putting in the login that I know is right and it wasn't accepting it and we're just having technological snafus, and that is typical Mercury retrograde. But even more so at this time, because Mercury is retrograde in the sign of Aquarius, and Aquarius rules technology and it rules science. So it'll be very interesting, this Mercury retrograde, to see what comes up with technology, with social media. There's been so many conversations over the past few weeks in the past few months about regulating social media because of what happened on January 6th with the terrorist attack at the Capitol. There's also been a lot of conversations predating that about privacy and monopolies of Amazon and Google and Apple and Facebook. And so it'll be be interesting, this whole Aquarius journey that we're on, which is much more than just this month. It is Really, it's a 20-year cycle in some senses because Jupiter and Saturn came together on December 21st, 2020 for the Great Conjunction, the first time in Aquarius since 1405. That was a really big deal. That set off a 20-year cycle that we're now beginning But we also have Saturn hanging out in Aquarius for three years. And then when Saturn leaves, we're going to have Pluto in Aquarius for a number of years. So this vibe of Aquarius is going to be with us for quite some time. This particular three week Mercury retrograde is um, small potatoes compared to all that. But I do think it will be very significant as to what kind of themes we're going to see going forward around science, around technology, around the people rising up. Aquarius is, again, the archetype of the rebel. And we saw that on January 6th. We saw that last week with GameStop, the The conversation about GameStop and the stock market and whether or not apps like Robinhood should be regulated. That is going to certainly be a big conversation as we move through this retrograde period, but also through the next three years. And I've been saying that for the past few weeks, as I was making my overarching umbrella predictions for Saturn and Aquarius, that we were going to see regulation of social media, we were going to see regulation of technology companies. On the other hand, we might see the technology companies themselves regulating how things go and how their users use their products. So it'll be very interesting to say the least how this has an impact on our culture. But I want to just bring your attention to the fact that this moment in time is extremely concentrated with a very intense energy marked by this Aquarius stuff. And while Aquarius is one of my favorite signs because it rules innovation and creativity and progress and humanity and groups and communities and friendships and so many things that are so important to us as human beings, it is a fixed sign and fixed signs are stubborn and fixed signs have a hard time in seeing the other person's point of view. And so this whole year is marked by Saturn and Aquarius squaring Uranus and Taurus, another fixed sign. So we also had, along with Venus moving into Aquarius on Monday, we had the sun square Mars on Monday. And so this was a tough one. You might've felt this Gaining steam over the weekend because Mars transits, you tend to feel them in the lead up. And Sun square Mars, the Sun is our identity, it's our ego. Mars is our will, our determination, our drive. It's the thing that makes us move forward. It loves to move forward. We talked a lot about Mars a few months back when we had that long Mars retrograde. And so now with the sun square Mars, Mars is now in Taurus. He's a little bit of a stubborn Mars. Now I love Mars and Taurus because Mars and Taurus helps us grow things. It helps us really find the sustained energy to see something through. And a lot of the time Mars is a great starter, but not a great follow througher. So I like Mars and Taurus, but The sun square Mars, sun and Aquarius, Mars and Taurus, is a similar energy that we're experiencing in the sky right now with Saturn square Uranus. And so as you're probably thinking, well, doesn't that mean that the planets are hanging out together? Yes, they are. And that's why this energy is so potent, so concentrated right now we have the Sun, Jupiter, and Saturn pretty close together, and they are all squaring Mars and Uranus, who are still pretty close together. Because remember, Mars and Uranus came together on Inauguration Day, January 20th. But on January 6th, they were coming together. And as I told you, Mars transits, you tend to feel them in the lead up. So... We have a lot of this fighting energy going on. And it's a lot of like argumentative. I'm digging my heels in. I'm not moving. I'm not compromising. But the other person's not compromising either. So in this battle, Saturn will always win because Saturn's the boss right now and he's an Aquarius. But it's... It's, it's still tough energy to be dealing with. And so I talked to a lot of people, both clients and friends over the past few days, and they were saying how they've had so many arguments and so many weird things happening in their relationships, whether it's with family or friends. I myself had a very challenging argument with a friend that was highly unexpected. Remember Uranus rules, unexpected changes, unexpected chaos. So I always say Uranus is the shit of the Zodiac. In other words, the more positive version of that is that Uranus is the change maker. And so with this Mercury retrograde in the sign of Aquarius, a lot of us are going back and reviewing our friendships. The Mercury retrograde in general, The rule of retrogrades is the rule of re's. You want to do all the words that start with re, all the actions that start with re. So I always say you want to review, revise, and reconfirm. You want to review your work or what you've done. You want to revise it if it needs to be updated, and you want to reconfirm all of your appointments. So review your work, revise what's old and needs to be updated and reconfirm all of your appointments. So if you have to sign a contract, if you have to have an important meeting, if you have to do something of importance, do not put it off. Just make sure that you cross your T's and dot your I's and pay extra special attention to what's happening. Okay. So As I mentioned, this energy of Aquarius square Taurus and all of these planets that are playing in those playgrounds, it's making it hard to see each other's point of view. So you might find that you're rehashing old disagreements with friends or you're rehashing old agreements that maybe you want to change now. So I recently was talking to a friend and her custody divorce situation that she's dealing with, she has to rehash it. And that's kind of the deal with retrogrades. And now it doesn't mean that every retrograde, you're going to have some horrible situation, some horrible agreement that you're going to have to revise, but some retrogrades hit our charts harder than others. So if you have personal planets in Aquarius, like the sun or Venus or Mars or the moon, you're probably feeling this one pretty intensely. Now, if you don't have any planets in Aquarius or you don't have any planets that are squaring or opposing that Mercury in Aquarius, you might not be feeling this retrograde quite as intensely as someone else's. But just pay attention to some of those themes that might be coming up because you might be experiencing a recurrence of an old argument with a friend. So I had an experience where this friend brought up an argument and it really triggered an old argument that we had many years ago. And so that's the kind of thing that you might see during Mercury retrograde. Okay. So the other piece of all of this Aquarius stuff squaring the Taurus stuff is that every month for this year, pretty much every time the moon goes into Scorpio, or a planet goes into Scorpio, or um, the moon or another planet goes into Leo, we're going to have a T square because these guys, Saturn and Uranus are pretty much locked in a square all year in Aquarius and Taurus. So anytime that a planet comes into Leo or comes into Scorpio, it's going to create a T square, which is a source of tension that forces us to take action this week on Wednesday, the moon's going to move into Scorpio and we're going to have a T-square for a couple of days there. And again, this is a recurring thing. We're going to experience this all year. Here's the deal. It's not bad. T-squares create tension. Tension is not inherently bad. It is often the force that we need to make ourselves do something but it doesn't necessarily mean it's pleasant. And right now, this energy, I keep saying the same words, is potent and concentrated. So it's feeling a lot more intense than it's going to feel as the year goes on. So as I said, Saturn's in charge until Taurus season, but this energy right now, as concentrated as it is, will start to let up, come... Pisces season and then even more in Aries season. So the sense of how intense it is right now, the sense of how concentrated it is right now, that will not be with us all year. So take a little bit of a breath on that note. We're not going to have the same level of intensity, but I did mention in previous podcasts and in my workshop that I taught a few weeks ago that the first quarter of this year is going to feel a lot like last year. So the first quarter of this year is really a continuation of 2020. The good news is that while we're answering to Saturn in Aquarius, and yes, he likes to restrict us in Aquarius, he's interested in building the future. He's interested in helping us create a foundation that's going to support us in the long run. So this is a great time over this whole year and over these next few weeks to really get clear on what you want to build as your foundation going forward. What parts of your life do you want to review, revise, reconfirm, reassess? These are. This is a great time to do that. If you're not feeling connected with your friendships, if you're not feeling loved and supported, this is a good time to review those relationships. If you're not feeling fulfilled by your work, this is a good time to look at that. If you're not feeling like you're using your creativity, like you'd like to, this is a good time to figure out what practices can you include in your day so you can really spark that creative energy. So just take a few moments over the next few weeks to get clear on how you want to be supported. What do you want to build your house on over the next three years? Because we've got three years of Saturn in Aquarius and he's helping us build a foundation for our future. So what kind of foundation do you want that to be? On Thursday, we have the last quarter moon of this moon cycle, and the moon's going to be in Scorpio. As I said, that's going to be creating that T-square. With the last quarter moon in Scorpio, it's an invitation to go inward for the last week of the moon cycle. So every last week of a moon cycle is about starting that process of going inward, getting quiet and releasing in preparation for the new moon. Because the new moon is that emptiness, that tilled soil that we plant our seed in. So you want to start to till the soil and get to work on making some space in your mind, in your heart, whatever it is for you, really give yourself some time to take a bath and to do some yoga and to get quiet over the next few days, because we will have a new moon next week in the sign of Aquarius. And then we'll have six planets in Aquarius. So lots of Aquarius energy to come. Okay. So let's talk about Venus. She is busy, busy, busy bee on Saturday. So on Saturday, Venus is going to conjunct Saturn. They're both in the sign of Aquarius. Now that can test our relationships. If your relationship is strong and steady, you'll be fine. If your relationship is on shaky grounds, this might be the thing that breaks it. Venus conjunct Saturn, it can be a little bit of a downer. Saturn can be the rain on Venus's parade. Okay. Now Venus is strong. She's an Aquarius. She's a little bit of a fighter. Saturn though, he's the boss, remember. So he's just going to make her feel a little bit down and we're not going to necessarily find the optimism as easily. So Venus conjunct Saturn on Saturday. If you are feeling down, just know that it is transient. Just know that it is short-lived. But one thing I want to mention is that this is a great transit because Venus rules money as well as our social relationships. This is a great opportunity to put some money in savings, not put it in wild investments. Not a great day to get on Reddit and decide to be part of the GameStop revolution. It's really a day to be safe and secure in your choices with your money and with your heart. If you are in a relationship and it's going really well, you know, positive vibration of this energy is that you could decide to be in it for the long term. So it's not bad. It's just not light. fun. It's more like serious business. I hope that makes sense. So on the same day, I told you Venus is a busy bee on Saturday. On the same day, Venus is going to square Uranus, which can bring unexpected changes in your relationships or with your money. It might create for you an internal feeling of restlessness or desire for freedom or to break free of the constraints of your relationship. Not a good day for impulsively breaking up with someone if that's not something you've been thinking about. And not a great day for impulsive shopping or investments either. So I would say keep it conservative this weekend. And if you are in a mood, then allow yourself to just be alone and take a beat, take a time out. It's cool. Better to do that than to unexpectedly break away from something that's good because you're in a mood and wanting some freedom and independence at that moment. On Monday, because I always like to give you a little peek into next week, we have the sun conjunct mercury retrograde. So that is going to illuminate whatever is coming up in this retrograde story for you. And that's your week. The moon is moving from Libra into Scorpio on Wednesday. I told you that the moon in Scorpio is going to create that T square. It's going to add to the tension that we're feeling on Friday. The moon moves into Sagittarius, which lightens things up. And then we will have the moon move into Capricorn on Sunday. So I hope you have a wonderful week. If you have any questions, you know where to find me. You can come on over to Instagram and say hello at Veronica Peretti. You can also go over to my website, Veronica And over there, you can sign up for a reading with me. You can sign up for online yoga club in online yoga club. I teach a new moon and a full moon restorative practice each month. So if you're interested in starting to track the moon cycle and really embody that through a yoga practice, then online yoga club is the perfect place for you. And I would love to see you there. If you have any questions about that, you can always shoot me a DM on Instagram. And last but not least, if we are not text pals, you can text me at 917-540-3401. And I send out little astrological inspirations like once or twice a week over on text. Okay. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, please rate and review it on Apple podcasts and tell your friends. Finally, come find me on Instagram at Veronica Peretti. I'll talk to you next week.